here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. The New Japan PuroCast is proudly sponsored by GaijinCollectibles.com. Your number one source for Japanese wrestling merchandise ships straight from Japan to your mailbox. Check out their selection of in-stock merch like t-shirts, action figures, magazines, trading cards, or use their purchasing service to order items from Japanese websites like the New Japan Shop. Like them on Facebook and follow them on Twitter, GaijinCollectibles.com. Hi, I'm Kenny Omega, and you are listening to the New Japan PuroCast. You fools! Alright everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside, as always, by Mr. Damon McDonald. It is Tuesday evening, July 4th, at the time that we are recording this Independence Day here in the States. And Damon is back from Long Beach. And Damon, I think all of our great listeners have one thing on their mind. They want to know your opinion on In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> well, let me say that it is uh, well worth the, the trip, especially at uh, 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, In-N-Out Burger, the animal style we had, Colin. It was, I was going to uh, bring that up. Yeah, we did the animal style. The secret uh, we menu. Went with, yeah, we went with, uh, well, here's the thing. So uh, we went with uh, Doug Fowler, who uh, is uh, one of the moderators for uh, Squared Circle and the New Japan Group. And what a great guy Doug is. Uh, and again, we're going to be talking so much about this trip and all the great people that we met and intertwine and, inter, you know, they're gonna, we're going to be weaving in and out. But yeah, we, I, we weaving in and out. I caught that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Unintentional. That, that, was, that, was uh, me com- that was me coming. That was me coming back to the hotel um, on Saturday. I was weaving in and out of <laughs> pylons, uh, like an animal. Oh, Damon um, was was talking me off air, folks. I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounded like uh, quite 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 the time. Listen, we for, let me get the In and Out Burger out of the way. In and Out Burger is tremendous. Um, West Coast people, I'm very jealous because you got yourselves a nice little, nice little treat out there. Uh, I took Doug home after this. We had a, an impromptu meetup on Sunday, uh, the day after. We went back 
to uh, <laughs> I'm going to mess up the name again. Uh, Congregation, right? Congregation Alehouse. Congregation Alehouse. I wasn't even there, and I know the name of the place. They made fun of me, like for forgetting the name 900 times. <laughs> they made fun of me. Um, we went back. They Doug went there the the morning after of of the meetup Sunday, and he had lunch there. And uh, the oh, the manager came out, and he's like, "Hey, are you guys coming back here tonight?" Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, because they had a they had a tremendous night. We packed the joint, Colin. Um, so anyway, we drove uh, Doug home, and uh, he he was staying like in Los Angeles, which is like a like a forty five minute drive away. Um, so let's talk meetup, shall we, Colin? Let's talk meetup. Of course, the uh, two G one special in the USA shows took place this past weekend, July first and second. In Long Beach, California, Damon was there. I enjoyed the events from home, but uh, Damon, uh, you met a lot of people this past weekend and some some very gracious listeners of our uh, fine little podcast that we do here, if I don't say so myself. It was, at times, overwhelming how many people came up to me and said that they listen, that they enjoy the show, that they appreciate what we do, that... Um, it was, it was overwhelming and to the tune of, you know, before this, um, I, I had reservations in my own mind because to sometimes I don't handle these situations very well. Let's, let's just put it that way. And, um, it's, it's, you know, it, it was weird. And, and, and really my biggest fear was, even though the feedback that I was getting back that lots of people were going to be here. In my mind, it was like, you know, uh, we'll probably get like two people and that'll be that. And, you know, I look, I, I think back at like the Australia meetup and, 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 and Kyle and, and Claire showing up and I was blown away by that. And as, as blown away, I was by that and they're friends now with me. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing them in Japan. Um, this like put quadruple that like just put times it by a million <laughs> to be truthful because we packed the joint uh the, the the outdoor section that was quartered off for us packed inside packed there was it was new japan everybody you know was was wearing their new japan hats and t-shirt they were just coming from the show there was a line going out the building and i was playing doorman like what do you got all new japan get in here get, get your ass in here get in here what's your name blah, blah, blah. and 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 people who didn't like just people who just showed up to have a nice evening out <laughs> um they got verbally berated by me <laughs> um, which was not good that's uh there's a dark side to damon um sometimes people sp- i think people saw four seasons in one day with uh damon at the meetup but um what what a great time! We had the people uh, with the Shibata sections. Some guy printed out Shibata section uh, signs. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, we, we. I mean, we. There's other pictures that I posted that you know. It, 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 there were a lot of people that had that. The the gift bags that were given away by uh, Gaijin Collectibles. What what a what that went over great. People loved it. It was unbelievable. Colin, you were you were a hit. You weren't even there, and you were a hit. Um, people, I mean, but people coming up and saying, "Hey, uh, how's Colin? Tell Colin we appreciate him too. Tell Colin that he's got to be here next year." Um, it was overwhelming. It was it was such an unbelievable pleasure. Look, and I really followed, appreciate by th- that. By the way, 
Yeah, um, me too. And and you know, we sit here and we talk about like we do a podcast about a, a Japanese pro wrestling promotion. I don't know how much more geeky that can be, right? Hey, that same, ev- ev- every date that I go on, I make sure to get that out in the open, like. Right away, like, look, <laughs> I do a podcast, a little podcast right. about uh, professional wrestling, and it's, uh, it's right. Japanese professional wrestling. <laughs> right, but understand that everybody that went to this meetup has that in their life, right? Yes. Whether it's at work, whether it's at school, whether it's whatever, and it's kind of like sometimes it's a little hard to, to bring up in mixed company, right? Right, in mixed and, company, correct. Right, and but then all of a sudden you you – you show up at a place and there's 150 and 200 people all having a great time, all drinking. And boy, did we drink. Oh, Lord, did – all right, let me take that back. Boy, did I drink. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right? But everybody had a great fucking time. And, and the feedback that I got is that everybody did have a great time. And, and, you know, you don't get those moments very much in life sometimes, a lot of times, right? Especially to celebrate the fact that you're a fan of something that – might get looked down upon or that you're a fan of something that maybe your other circle of friends just doesn't get. It's, it's an amazing bonding experience that, you know, I talk about the Japan trips a lot and I'm so looking forward to it because those are some of the greatest moments of my life. This is that, that, that time is, is one of them. And truth be told, you know, sometimes it, it does overwhelm me and I don't handle most of them very well. Um, but, there's just such a great people, man. Like again, Doug, Doug from the Reddit group, the, the, the NJPW group, my hat has to go off to him. What a great guy, you know? And, and he hustled in, in getting these locations and, 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 um, congregation, what, what a great location. I mean, if you're ever in Long Beach, please go there. Um, everybody took care of the wait staff and the wait staff was so nice and we gave them hell. And listen, we're, we're trying to rainmaker, these poor young ladies who are just trying to work, you know, they're just trying to serve drinks and we're trying to, Hey, no, take a rainmaker, you know, it's silliness, we're all in good fun. But you know, you know, they're putting up with shenanigans and nonsense from us, but they were great. And they all had smiles on their face. So thank you to them. Um, there was a couple people that I just got to give special shout outs. Con, please just indulge me for just one moment. Um, Absolutely. Damon. We're going to, we're called to call him Timu and his, and, cause he had a Winnipeg. He's from Winnipeg. Um, he, he wore a Winnipeg uh, jet sweater, um, which was awesome, and you know, you know, in my and when Dark Damon came out, he was the, the one. He was he was playing the role of you, Colin, a little bit in the sense <laughs> the of the role of me. It, like kind of like you, like I could see you being like, all right, dude, just fucking cool it down a little bit, right? And but he was doing that, like, and he okay. kind of he turned the situation around. So um, a great guy, and and his lovely wife, um, both, but who, um, again, were just so nice and pleasant and 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 fun. And enjoyable. Um, I got I got to give a shout out to Norm Kwan. Um, you, you, he's the, the the guy who just he he, he his biggest fan. Um, and to see the you saw it on on the shows, you know, during Kushida's match afterward, he comes over, he hugs the, the the guy. Just seeing the joy on his face. He's he's the guy that gave me the beer at Wrestle Kingdom. Gives me a beer here. Um, like just watching him and the smile on his face and how absolutely happy he is when he sees Kushida. I mean that's that's what it's all about, man. Um, again, uh, Jack Bergen, who is from England, um, and and his friend, who's a male model, who literally are the Midnight Express of uh, of uh, wingmen, right? They're the greatest tag team I've seen since the Midnight Express. Um, Jack with his uh, British accent, which is you know just tremendous. Um, great guys. Um, 
Xavier, who I hung, hung out with, 22 years old, saved his pennies to come to this show. Um, he went solo. Nobody would go with him, right? I mean, that's that's. Hey, I've awesome. been there. <laughs> right, but right. Um, and there's so many other people. Um, I'm, I'm calling them the Phoenix couple. Um, because I have just notes written down. I can't even read my own notes. They're from Phoenix. They, they, they're telling me and, you know, how they're listening to the show, coming to the show, and we're sitting having beers, and they're just so much fun. God bless them. Uh, yeah, they were just they, they were the coolest couple. He had this awesome Los Ingobernables hat. Uh, I mean, a, a jacket. Um, it's just it's that kind of stuff, man. It's just um, Reese, who who was Reese, who who was deathly afraid. Witherspoon. To, no, uh, uh, he's on the he's on the classic board, but oh, but okay. the dude the dude literally is is Snapchatting how deathly afraid he is of going on an airplane, right? But he sucked it up and he and he made it happen for himself, and he's here and he said he had a time of his life. All in the name of New Japan, it really is. Um, I met um the guys who did do uh, the Burning Spirits podcast oh, on really? uh, Wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I met the guys from Strong Style who do a New Japan podcast. Um, it's that kind of stuff that's just. Guys and gals, please, by all means, if, if you take any advice that I have, when New Japan announces these shows, if you can't make it to Wrestle Kingdom, I get it. I understand it. But please save your pennies, save your dollars, mow the lawns, do it, you know, do the whatever you got to do. Rob a bank. Get, Just kidding. <laughs> whatever you got to write. Get here because it's so wealth wor- well worth it. And to top it all off, Colin, and again, I know I'm forgetting people, but everyone, please understand that you guys are the best. I appreciate every single one of you that have come up and the time that I spent with every one of you guys. Just the best. Thank you so much. Now, on top of all that, Colin, we had two fan-fucking-tastic wrestling shows to boot. I'm going to say that we, we had one very good wrestling show, which was night one, and then night two, I think it really kicked into a uh, different gear and really felt like uh, something special. It had a big fight feel. Um, I, I, I don't know your opinion, but I think personally, overall, night two was the best show of the weekend. Yeah, I think some I think night two was, was better, um, and I think night one had great moments and i think the energy in the building for night one because people were just so jacked like people were just so amped up that they could have put anybody out there and it would have been like yeah great but the good news is is that i think to a person and there's there's one one example that we'll we'll touch on um i think everybody put forth so much effort in in the ring i think everybody was excited to perform in front of that audience um i don't think you know minus one I don't think I saw a bad match the entire weekend. Um, and we know which match that you are referencing, Damon, certainly. Well, well, and again, we'll get there. And again, I don't I don't even think it was. It could have been a lot worse. I think it could have been a lot worse. But given given what it was, it was it was the flattest match of the, of the weekend. Um, that was the that, that that was the one match. That where was I, Billy Gunn Tanahashi. Let's just fucking say it. Right. Of course, everyone knows we're talking about uh, Billy Gunn versus Tanahashi. I was going to say that was the one match where if I had anybody else in the house, I, I I wouldn't want them to be in the room during that match for you know obvious yeah. reasons for for fear of embarrassment. Right. Right. I mean, look, we'll get there. We're not going to start there because it's it's too good. It's too good to, to start there. But Everybody had their working shoes on. The crowd, you know, a lot of the fears going into this show were the crowd's going to be that, you know, NXT-ish, full sale kind of crowd. You know what I mean? I thought the crowds were great. 
I thought the crowds were great in in in, in Long Beach. I think to, uh, for the majority, the majority people got it. The people understood what why they were there. I think um, yeah, there was some you know silly chance, but they were there was a lot of uh, like policing. <laughs> like it was really weird. Like like fans were calling other fans out, be like, come on, you know, we don't come on. And again, it wasn't like. I like that. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't like you know people were telling other people how to be fans. I don't want it to come across like that. But you know, just it, there telling them to tone of, it down a bit. People, you could. I, I just stop trying to get yourself over. That's really what right. it was. You know what I mean? But but people were loud and boisterous and cheering and and which is great. Uh, it it really was great, and it helped make the atmosphere even more electric um, than. Um, again, going in, so there was concerns with that going in, but I, but at least on these two shows, I had I had like minuscule problem with the crowd calm. I really did. I think everybody knew why they were there. They knew the the the. Listen, the crowd knew knew the the players better than the fucking announcers, from what I understand. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, bit of a letdown with uh, good old Jr. on commentary. Um, I thought that Josh Barnett did an excellent job, but. JR, look, it was nice to hear his voice, but the fact of the matter is it just doesn't sound like his heart is in this product. And once this access contract is up, uh, I think there's going to be someone new on the uh, mic for New Japan on access television. I just I have a so. feeling. Yeah, I mean, look, he's going to do his. He's going to. He wants to be WWE. Right. You know, he. he That's he, what's in he, his he heart. Wants that life back. Yeah, I mean, look, okay. Uh, like I'm, I'm having a hard time giving the boots to a guy who's been through the situations that he's been in. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, like 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 you're not little that little glimmer of of light in Damon's heart. Right? Yeah, I'm familiar. It's, it's a, there's a little bit that's there. Comes right? out every now and then. I've seen it every once in a while. Uh, don't tell anybody. But um, I'm not going to lay the boots to Jr. here just because of what he's gone through. I don't expect the guy to sit there and study. You know. Everything. Right. With that said, with that said, he did. He didn't do a good job. He did not do a good job. You can't. You can't be the lead play-by-play guy and mix up Bushi and fucking evil. I mean, honestly, that would be like someone mixing up you and me. <laughs> I was. I was and, just gonna say that. <laughs> and I'm wearing a mask. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it. That's that's inexcusable. You can't. You can't. You can't tell me that's that that was a mistake. It wasn't because he he's he had to be told who was what. And he he sounded a bit surly, if I don't say so myself. I mean the uh, well, that he he got heat for that last comment. The comment good luck with that comment, of course. Yeah. Uh, when when Kenny Omega was talking about you know next time filling up a ten thousand seat arena, Jr. I, I don't know if he didn't know that the the mic was on or if he just didn't give a shit. But he said good luck with that. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what in his mind thought that was a good idea. You know what I mean? Like in that moment where Kenny Omega is obviously the absolute star of that of that weekend, right? Yeah, the biggest baby face there. Right, and I don't care, Bullet Club, Shmuel Club. You know, he's the, he's the number one baby face in in that building for those two nights, and he gets on the mic and he's popping out a heartfelt, emotional, dare I say. Uh, interview you know closing out a show after winning a title that he's he's being asked to and how wrong were we 
Um, <laughs> you know, to, you were uh, wrong they, about a lot of things, Damon. We're going to get into that next, but finish your lots, thought. Lots of crow, lots of crow. But but for, I don't know what Jr. thought of. I don't know what was in his mind to say that coming off of the success of the weekend. That that kind of blew me away. When I heard that, I was like, he said what? And I didn't hear it the first time either. It wasn't until I read it. Yeah. That I uh, th- discovered that he said that. Again, I can't. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna scream. I'm not gonna rant. I'm not gonna call him rude names. But but he should know better than that. And 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 I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know what his mindset was. And it's a shame because you know you 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 wanted everyone. Everybody wanted Jr. to do a good job. And and I love Josh Barnett. I think he did a fine job. I really enjoy his his uh, his style of commentary. Not only his sense of humor, but the, the the way that he is able to explain what certain holds do. You know, of course, he is a a shooting background. So I really like Josh Barnett, and I'd like to. Uh, hear him do future New Japan events. But again, uh, JR, I, I, I think it's quite evident that his heart is not in this. I think he wants to uh, go back to New York, as they say. So, um, Well, he already is. He's already, I mean, he's right. already got his deal to do, and, right. and which is weird in and itself. You know, <laughs> it, that... it, it is strange like that this, this guy is doing commentary for New Japan Pro Wrestling and he's signed to WWE. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, you, you can't serve both. You know, no. masters. You just can't. Um, Josh Barnett was at the meetup. Yeah, you were. You were saying, and uh, he, he, he didn't look he none too pleased, happy. huh? No, he did not. Uh, you know, it's not like I said. I'm not going to go up to him and be like, "Hey, let's have a drink." Josh, smile. No, <laughs> no. I he, think I would have approached him. Nah, I mean, we're we're, honestly, we're fellow metalheads. We're we're nerds. I, I think yeah. Josh and I would get along quite well. Nope, I don't think that would have been the right moment. <laughs> I really don't. I because because here's the thing. Everybody knew he was there, and no one went up to him. No one. Just no, because he, just he, look, he looked he, like he wanted to. He looked like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly right. He, like, like I just want to eat my food and drink <laughs> my stuff and you have fun doing what you guys are doing. Hey, yeah. look, maybe he was uh, a, a, a little upset about the way the commentary went. Who knows? We don't know. It got canned. I, I mean, listen, I, I, I'm giving over the keys, by the way, to the Twitter account, Colin. Thank, thank you for letting me borrow the car. Um, <laughs> you're, you're welcome, son. Did I do good? Did I do well? Yeah, I think you did a fine job. It came back. It came back in one piece. Yep. You know what I was looking at? Like, <laughs> like, Uh-oh. like. Here's but here's the thing. Like, I'm looking through just just randomly through the feed, and I'm looking at like the voices of wrestling guys, like the flagship guys. Like, com- not complaining, but they're just like, why are we getting heat for an opinion about an intermission? <laughs> right. That's the one thing. And then another thing was something about Kushida did something. I don't know. And, and, and like, I'm just like, I'm so glad I'm not dealing with this nonsense anymore. <laughs> this Twitter nonsense is not for me. So I was like, thank God, I'm out. Um, yeah, no, Josh Burnett had wanted no, no, f- n- nothing to do with us. That's for sure. How was the but, venue? But, uh, in Long Beach, it was because it looked great good. on television. It was good. Um, here's the thing too: it felt like a New Japan show. And yeah, that was a, it really that was did. A big criticism. It was a big criticism I had going in that this does not feel like a New Japan show. Guess what? It did. And you know why it was? What I, I remember one moment in a drunken haze, looking at the ring right and thinking. There's fucking Juice Robinson, right? And and I'm looking at the background, and I hear the count out. You know the uh, you know the, the the ring announcer doing the, the the count for you know one two you know, fifteen six you know, and you hear that, and you're like, holy fucking shit! Like I could literally be in Tokyo right now, and I you know want to know the difference. Um, 
the presentation was great. Um, they did the Emerson, Lake, and Palmer um, song before the show, you know, like to yes. warm up the crowd, you know, right before they go live. They did that. And that, like, literally when they did that, I turned around and and I, my, I, my eyes are wide open and my mouth's open. And I'm like, oh, my God, they fucking did it. Because I just remember being, like, at every show there and they would do it. And you just get this surge of energy because that's the song that you heard in the eighties and the nineties, when you would got your tapes, you know, that was the song that they played this Emerson Lake and Palmer song. Um, and you heard it and you're just like, Oh my fucking God. Yes, here we go. And, and it got you going. Um, so no, Colin, it felt, it felt really good. It felt, it felt, it felt like a Japanese. And Damon, correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, the production team there was from access. They were not new Japan, correct? Yeah. So they had, um, so they had, I guess they were guys that were there for New Japan World uh, as well. So they kind of sat back. Um, so only, so if, if you're looking straight on, you would see the ramp and the video screens. Uh, but you know, behind the crowd, they would have um, like production booths. So there was one that that would look like they were all Access TV, and there were one that was obviously either New Japan World or um, you know, a, like a, a Japanese focused production team. Um, and you saw them set up. So. Um, yeah, so they, it looks like they had both. You know, Damon, I don't know if you remember, but a, a few weeks ago, we we did a podcast, as we do. You know, we get together on a Sunday morning, and we uh, record this uh, fine show that our great listeners are uh, listening to as yes. we speak. And yes. uh, the one podcast was a bit controversial because uh, we gave our thoughts on uh, these long beach shows. We, we, we did our little preview. We gave our thoughts and we were kind of down on the card. We were kind of, you know, you, you alluded to it earlier. We had said that these felt very war, war of the worldsy to us. But mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, I, 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 I said it earlier and I'll say it again. I thought that uh, night one, very good show. Night two, I think they just hit it out of the park. That had such a big fight feel to me. And, man, we saw so many great matches. And, folks, um, right out of the gate, we're going to tell you that this is going to be uh, a show where we're, we, we, we jump around quite a bit because there's just, just so much to talk about, um, so many great matches um uh right off the, for, for, go ahead yeah, for, i'm sorry no i was going to ask you right out of the gate yeah first of all we were wrong right yeah we were we were absolutely flat dead out wrong. wrong yep two dare i say that that night two might go down as there's that the people are going to vote for that for show of the year oh yeah i was thinking to myself as i was watching it you know what this this show just may be in the uh show of the year category come uh, end of the year i i think it's fair i think it's f absolutely fair um, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the tournament matches that we were, you know, kind of somewhat, eh, okay, this might be good. This might be good, whatever. Um, all delivered. I really enjoyed, uh, I kind of enjoyed Hangman Page and Jay Lethal. I enjoyed I thought, Juice Robinson versus Zach. Zach. I, I thought that too. was a great little 10 minute match they had. Yeah, I really did too. The submissions were great. That last spot where Juice is trying to get the other working arm to get to the ropes, and Zach just wraps his leg around and pulls back, and boop, Juice is done. Um, listen, the, the the majority of our predictions shit the bed, but but yeah, we did. Um, didn't we have Elgin winning the U.S. title? Uh yeah, that was probably our final pick. With, with well, I think I had Juice as a as a dark horse. Yeah, Juice right? is a dark horse. Adam Page, we even suggested yeah, yeah, may right, walk right. away. Every one of them, U.S. champion. Round. Every one of them got booted in the first round. Right. Well, hey, thank God, right? Yeah, look, it, they went in a direction 
that was literally the most obvious direction that they could do is put that title on the, the, the superstar of the weekend and have him win. In my mind, you know, I think everybody, you know, I think everybody kind of felt, and maybe maybe I'm wrong, but the feedback that I got was that, yeah, the belt is not something that Kenny Omega should be shooting for. You know, this shouldn't be something that, you know, it just doesn't feel like this is, it felt like the belt was beneath him. I was right. wrong. Um, it, they went all in. They went all in and, and uh, they gave the title to the guy who, quite frankly, was the most over. And the, they went with the no-brainer. And, and we overthought it. And we overanalyzed it like we love to do because we're fans and that's what hardcore fans do. Um, at least the ones that have podcasts that have to be produced every week. Um, and, and yeah, we, we totally whiffed. You know, totally fucking whiffed. And, and, and it's funny that you should, you should say that we overanalyzed it and we overthought it. I was listening to uh, Big Dave um, give some of his thoughts about yeah. these shows and the one thing that he said that kind of stuck with me and made me think about us overanalyzing everything is that he's a, he, he basically said that ghetto's booking is really straightforward for the most yeah. part it's not all that complex and he's right yeah yeah we always i can't say we always something i mean listen no, sometimes always. we do but but in a spot like this looking at the the, the way that this was laid out and you know, what do the kids say? You work yourself into a shoot? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> all right. Well, look, we, we, we I think that's what the hooked. president did. <laughs> um, you know, we did it. We, we, we took the bait, hook, line, and sinker. And we, I was, my mouth was wide fucking open for it. Um, I, I was like, give me some more. Buster Rhymes. Um, I was right there. A little Buster so, Rhymes reference on the PuroCast. But, but here's the thing, too, Colin. I will say this. That Cody Rhodes match, right? Yes. Uh, Cody and Okada, of course. People were buying the near falls. You know, people you sure were buying. Were. And people were buying the near falls, and and that match, the energy in that in that building, because there was that sliver of fucking doubt. There was a sliver of doubt. There were people that were shitting their pants. And I think we kind of um, stirred the pot a bit. That added to that sliver of doubt. You know, what what, yeah. what, what were we saying going into this? You were saying you were like, "There's gonna," and I quote, "Wait a minute, wait a minute," and I quote, "There's gonna be some people." Was it? I don't even know the fucking quote, but you're like, "There's gonna be some shocked people come uh, when we do this next podcast." There's gonna be some people that are gonna be, eh, all right. but Colin. Well, I think the know, shocked people are us. You all, like I said, I didn't think they were gonna do the switch at the end. Um, there was one. There was one point where I was almost fifty-fifty. You you were at sixty. Yeah, I, I, I gave it sixty percent. Cody was walking out of there. Yeah, um, you know, and and, and and again, we 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 stirred it a little bit in the sense of we I had doubts and I think there were people in that building that had doubts. And the, here's the thing. That's good because the because let's be truthful. The last thing that we would want is a situation like the Billy Gunn match where you fucking knew Tanahashi was walking out of that match. You know, there was no shot. Right, and even though the match was, even with that said, I thought the match was disappointing. But disappointing, I thought, like, just that it was a little bit, it was nonsense to be honest with you. Um, you know, Tanahashi, this might, this is this might go down as one of the one of the, one of the 
one of those performances of uh, that he's not going to be too proud of, right? Well, I was uh, thinking I, to myself, um, clearly they didn't send Tanahashi to Long Beach to, to, to work. Mm. Clearly. I think that yeah. the idea was for him to be there to satisfy everyone so they can say they saw Hiroshi Tanahashi, but uh, he's, he's saving up for uh, the G1 uh, coming later this month. He looked like it, 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 that was an issue in the sense of he like the, in, at, in that tag match on night one. Yeah. He didn't do, he didn't do shit. He did nothing. He, that, he barely broke a sweat in that match. Um, and, and then in the Billy Gunn match, look, they worked, Billy Gunn's yeah I, you can't expect Billy Gunn to, to to be taking the shit that you know Kenny Omega is going to take. Um, I don't think anybody in the building did, but even even then it was. Look, Billy Gunn was not Billy Gunn was not the guy that should should have been in that ring. I'm no. sorry, I you know, and I think in hindsight people see that, and I don't think th- there was zero benefit other than you're right. Tanahashi got to to be on these shows and and really, I don't want to say take it easy. But there, you didn't. You didn't even see Ring of Honor, Tanahashi that night. Well, you know what? I, you know what I was thinking. I mean, okay. So let's say they did send Tanahashi over here to kind of, you know, not 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 give a G one performance, but kind of uh, ha- have an easy match. I think that there's plenty of other people on the New Japan roster that he could have done that. That you know, th- 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 this opponent didn't have to be Billy Gunn, is what I'm saying. Like, how about a God, how about a, a, a Togi Makabe or a Fale? I mean, I feel like those are two guys right off the bat that he can sort of take it easy with. Yeah, but I but here's the thing too: they don't they don't have to protect Billy Gunn, right? Right. So Billy, so you know, for what they they got a guy who they can get in, I'm a, you know, airfare save on that right out of the gate, right? Um, <laughs> that's, that's true. I mean, seriously, they got a guy that they could basically say, "Okay, you're lying down to Tanahashi. Tanahashi's going to get a, a, a title defense. It's not going to be a, a you know, a, you know, a, a four star match. It's going to be, I don't even know. I don't even know what range you put it in. Um, I, I I would give it two. I would put it in. You're the in the twos. Yeah, really. Yeah, I'm in the twos. Two and a half. Look, that's the worst Hiroshi Tanahashi match you're going to see all year. That's it. It 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 really was one of those matches where, in singles match, mind yeah. you. Listen, you know, you can you don't give me a, a multi man tag in you know some farming town in the middle of Japan. That's that's going to be one of the worst in the, in the catalog of Hiroshi Tanahashi matches. I defy anyone to give me a singles match, no matter where, Ring of Honor, wherever. That was that would equal the basement that that one hit. That was a that was a basement defining match, unfortunately. Damon, before we uh, go into more detail about that match and the uh, IWGP Heavyweight Title match, let's talk about the uh, U.S. tournament matches that took place on night one. And I believe that the first match was Jay Lethal versus Hangman Page, which you were saying you thought you thought was pretty good. I thought he, I thought Jay Lethal was an underrated performer of the weekend. Yes, uh, he had. A, I thought this match was good, and I don't think the crowd was you know too hyped for it, right? But but I think Jay Lethal put on a tremendous performance, and I think Hangman Page tried as hard as he could too. I had no problem with Hangman Page. I really didn't. Um, Jay Lethal had a great match with Kenny Omega too. Oh boy, I really enjoyed that he one. He did from night two. Um, and again. He he falls under that category. He goes under the radar. He's underrated. He's he, but again, he is a guy that can take a fall as well, and it's not going to be as damaging. You know, um, you don't 
again, we're, we're, we're eating a lot of crow here to, today, and I got no hey, problem. Hey, that's all right. Right? I, I told you. What do I always say, Colin? If something sucks, I'm going to fucking tell you. But if something's great, I'm going to tell you. And if I'm dead wrong on something, I'm here to tell you I'm dead fucking wrong. Right. We always give you our honest, from the heart thoughts <laughs> right. about these right. shows. Exactly. Looking at it in hindsight. They brought in guys to lie down and protect them you know, so they don't have to burn through their entire roster of having guys lose. This isn't the New Japan Cup, right? They, they brought in a Jay Lethal to get a win over Hangman Page, who we, who apparently we, we really overvalued. <laughs> um, I, well, you, you know, <laughs> you, you, you did start that. I did, I did. But um, there you go. Uh, Jay Lethal, I thought that, I, I like this match. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm comfortable throwing it in, 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 in the threes. Apparently a, a, uh, a Bullet Club t-shirt doesn't mean all that much. <laughs> all right, listen, uh, I, I, but I was surprised to see Jay Lethal um, get the win. Now, keep in mind, Jay Lethal is a guy that, you know, he... He's got in, that indie cred. He's, well, he's got the indie cred. Well, also, you know, he was, you know, headlining a show as a quick-time replacement, you know, wrestling Naito. So, you know, he had that going for him. That's something, something, something Adam, Adam, Adam Page. Uh, was never had. Um, so, again, hindsight being 2020, uh, you know, bringing in a Jay Lethal makes some sense, I guess. Um, and, and I had zero problem with his performance. And, again, a guy that we love to lay the boots on with Hangman Page had no problem with this match. And I would put this comfortably, comfortably in a three-star range. I was saying earlier, um, Juice Robinson versus Zack Sabre Jr. I enjoyed immensely. I thought that this was great. I did too. Um, again, another. Uh, we talked about it before, but it, Zach is a guy that that rubs people the wrong way sometimes. I don't get it. I think he's. I I love what he is able to do. It's almost like a contortionist. Um, the what the what he can do with his legs and feet. It is creative stuff. I really enjoy it. And I and here's 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 the true winner. Juice, you know, again, for the people who got the problem with the selling, right, who are upset with people who don't, Juice was tremendous in this match selling that arm. I thought Juice was 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 a highlight um, in, in selling that arm. And again, was this a career-defining performance from Juice? Hmm, no. Was this a career-defining performance by Zach? Probably not. But I think this they meshed very well together. I would like to see them again sometime. Soon, and I really hopefully. thought that the crowd uh, reacted quite positively to uh, old Juice, wouldn't you say so? Yeah, I, I, that was pleasing too because they could, you know, listen. I didn't hear a C.J. Parker reference or anything like that. No, and that's and, and and that's some shit that you would hear at other shows, you know. You could, you could. I listen. Be truthful, people. You you know that could be a possibility, right? Um, no, there was none of that. I didn't hear any of that. Um, no, people were, were were thrilled to see that. And again, these are singles matches that you're getting on these shows that that you know they're they're trying as hard as they can. They really are. They had their working shoes on, and and um, you know they they wanted to go out there and shine. And I think they shined. I I, I where, where are you with, with this match? Uh, as far as stars go, yeah, I'm gonna give this match. You know, it was only a ten minute match. How about how about three and a half stars? How about that? Does that yeah, sound fair? I, I go th upper threes, so we'll go say three, three and a quarter. I don't okay. know if I'm hitting four necessarily, but again, I, I really enjoyed Juice a ton. Um, I think the crowd did. Uh, I, well, I was a, I was surprised by the finish, but again, um, you know who who kind of 
pointed me in one direction was again, once again, Doug from the uh, uh, the Reddit group. You know, he's like, well, Zach. You know, he there there are no other Suzuki Goon members, right? So he he's you know for him to go and wrestle again the next night uh, might be a smart thing, right? Whereas Juice, even though he's you know technically nobody else from uh, Toguchi Japan was was there. I wish uh, that Azuka was healthy. They could have put him in this tournament. <laughs> I would have been, I would have been all about that. Listen, I sh- I would shit on it then, but you know they probably would surprise me in some way uh, going out. Um, I Damon, like this matchup. Yeah. Speaking of the crowd, uh, you were yeah. you, you were telling me earlier how uh, people were were getting turned away at the Shindig for not having uh, New Japan merchandise on. Well, I know of a place where you can get some New Japan <laughs> Pro Wrestling merchandise shipped straight to your door. You don't even have to leave the house. And best of all, it's coming right from Japan. Of course, I'm talking about da, 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 Gaijin Collectibles, Damon. How yeah. about that? Let me tell you something. How about those gift bags? They went over great at our little meetup. My hat's off to the fine people at GaijinCollectibles.com. Uh, yeah, if you would have shown up at the uh, meetup and uh, you know had your uh, gear on, I could have got you in real quick. Right, but no, you got to show up in a party dress. That ain't gonna work. Get out the street. That ain't working here. Um, you send all the stupid. people with party dresses to over to me. <laughs> well, oh, look at Colin. Next uh, time, listen, I'll 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 be your wing guy. I, you know, I apparently am pretty good at that. Uh, look, kids, it's guys and collectibles. Of course, we know this by now. We know how uh, great. Uh, they are, and the merchandise you can get shipped directly to your door straight from Japan and the promotions there. So it's quick, it's painless, it's easy, it's it's actually fun spending money and getting the stuff that you know you want. So look them up, gaijincollectibles.com. Uh, they're good people. Uh, again, quality customer service, and uh, I wouldn't steer you wrong. Uh, definitely thumbs up from Damon for guys and collectibles. Hey, Damon, by the way, I know you had a lot of alcohol over the weekend. Did I? But you yeah, I, I think he did. Uh, <laughs> okay. how many green tea Kit Kats did you have? I gave them all away. I got to be honest. You gave them all away. Look at you. I they were they, they were all, you know, there was at least one in each gift bag. Um, I did not have a one. I was a good boy and uh, I don't worry, I made up with the calories with all the fucking rainmakers. The uh, the, the, the specialty drink that they made. It was like a kamikaze. I thought you were was, talking about a lariat. Oh, trust me. I, I felt like I got a lariat. Um, we, were, we were giving rainmakers, quote unquote, to the uh, young wait staff. <laughs> we were showing them exactly what a rainmaker was. And uh, yeah, what a party. What a fucking time we had that night. Um, I uh, staggered home a little late, Colin. I don't know if you know this. Uh, from like, there was one point where I looked up and everyone had gone. Let's put it that way, and I was the only one there. And I'm like, I guess I gotta leave now. But nobody was there, and I was like, all right. So I had to st- like go back to the hotel, and uh, yeah, let's just say that was uh, one of those. <laughs> the sun's coming up, and good old Damon strolling. Is that it, a rooster? So. That was a rooster. That was, that was pretty was a good. Rooster. Yeah, I don't. I you know. It was pretty good. I give that there's rooster one... four and a half stars, actually. <laughs> really? That was pretty good. Yeah, there's one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to get into the, the gory details, but it was uh, what a night. What a, what a great night it was. So uh, great job by Gaijin as well. All right. Where are we on these shows? Colin? I think that the first truly great match of night one was, of course, Tomohiro Ishii 
versus Tetsuya Naito. Of course, any time these, these guys are in the ring together, you know it's going to be a great match. They can't have any less than a four-star match. And I thought that this was great. It went about 15 minutes. Um, uh, Tomohiro Ishii picking up the win with a brain buster. You know, I'm sure Naito was thankful, so he didn't have to be in this stupid U.S. title tournament anymore, right? <laughs> he was great with that. How about throwing, <laughs> throwing the title in the Pacific Ocean? That's great. How, how about the, the uh, you were there, Damon. Uh, I was. The crowd reaction for Naito, how was it? Huge, huge. They, they, you know, they, a lot of people were there to see him exclusively. Uh, got over huge. I think, I think everybody, I think everybody there. I mean, Fale, you know, people were going nuts for Fale. Uh, you know, and the, and the ring announcements. You know how he goes after the ring announcer and, you know, ready to knock his block off. And, and you know, people loved all the things they've been watching for years now. And they finally got to see it live. So no, it was great. And that match, oh, that was that's that's the match that I think people are forgetting. Right? Yes, I, I would have are, to agree with that assessment. Go back and watch that if you haven't. You know, for the people that were there live, I'm sure you're going home and you had it on your DVR right now. Pop pop that match on. Remember that match because boy, that was that was really the one that kicked everything off. And Ishi, <sighs> fucking guy. I'll tell you what. The, uh, uh, you tell me, because then I'm going to tell you. Tomohiro Ishii, you know, you look at him, and you know that he has a certain ceiling in New Japan, right? Uh, yeah. he, he He's in a certain pecking order. He's a, would you say, an upper mid-card guy, you know, a guy yeah. who's probably never going to hold the IWGP heavyweight title, but you never know. Um, the point is, you know, he, he has a certain ceiling in New Japan, but I'll tell you what, when, when it's time for a... Uh, a main event somewhere or a, a match that's going to tear down the house. They put Ishii in that slot and yeah. they, they can count on him for that. They know that it, it, it's going to be a barn burner. There's no doubt about it. And that's what he did on both nights. Let me give you this. Let me give you, let me give me, let me ask you this. It's a two dog race. He's got to be MVP that weekend, right? Ishii, he, you know what? Yeah, or Omega. Give me, give me your, give me your, give me your MVP. Well, look, I, I think that Kenny Omega is widely considered at, at this point as the greatest big match performer in professional wrestling. But Okada. Um, I for some reason, see, see, to me, it's Okada. For some reason, I think that the general consensus is that it's Omega. I could be way off on that. Um, All right, we'll table that discussion. We'll yeah. come back to that. To me, it's Okada. I think a lot of people, it's it's Omega. But getting back to your point, though, uh. Yeah, I think that you can make a strong argument for Tomohiro Ishii as the MVP of the weekend because look at the match with Naito. Um, the match, oh, who did he wrestle on the second night? Uh, well, I mean, obviously he finished up with Omega. He finished up uh, with Omega. He wrestled Zack Saber Jr. That's and then Zach, well, Zach before that, yeah, yeah, and and of course the match with Omega, which which I think you know out of the three matches that they've had, you know they had a match at the New Japan Cup, which was very good. They had a match at Dantaku, which I thought was great. This match, I, I think you're going to be talking about it at, at, at the end of the year. You're certainly going to remember it at the end of the year. I think it's going to be in match of the year consideration. I, and I don't say that lightly because 2017, I'm telling you, by the time it's over, I think you're going to be looking at 2017 as probably as far as in-ring quality goes, the, the greatest year ever. Greatest year ever for New Japan, maybe in all of professional wrestling. I don't know. Yeah. Point point being, Ishii and Omega, second night. Oh, I I I gave it five stars. I sent the tweet out, sent the snowflakes out. I think a lot of people um, are really going to have fond memories of that match come into the year. 
I had people come up to me to, to tell me that that was the best match that they've ever seen live. And, and that again, doesn't I, surprise I, me. Yeah, I know we're jumping around here. And, and again, I don't want to just hand wave fucking Ishii and Zach because I thought that was a great no, no. match too. That was a fucking great match. Um, all right, let's let's just let's stay with Naito and 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 uh, and Ishii because we'll, I'm going to get to the I'm going to get the you gave you gave Elgin and Ishii five stars. I'll give you my take in a moment. Um, okay. But Naicho and and Ishii, I think, is is a sleeper match of the weekend that people are are are, are not missing because at the time I think people were going batshit over it. They were going crazy over it. Pants were fucking down at that moment, right? But there was so much other great stuff that it now has kind of got lost in the shuffle. Well, that's and, the thing I, because the the match that happened after that, okay, it was Michael Elgin versus Kenny Omega. Ooh. That was an amazing match, Ooh. a fucking phenomenal match and i think yeah. that, that that's part of the reason co- combined with the, the the drama of the main event i think that's part of the reason why ishii and naito kind of gets overlooked when it really shouldn't yeah it shouldn't but all right being that let's let's go all right so uh are we fours for ishii naito oh yeah i'll i'll, I'll go four and a half for ishii naito Okay, fair enough. I'm in the fours. I'm in the fours. There's somebody that's going to say, did you see a comment somewhere? Somebody said that we always give matches four stars. Do we? <laughs> I, I don't I, think we I do said. that. I was like, nonsense. I was like, I, think uh, I, just, I, I, I just gave a Tanahashi match two stars. I think. <laughs> right, right. I mean, seriously. Uh, but okay, so I was waiting for the four and I was just like, ah, I just remember that comment. Somebody busting our balls. <laughs> um, uh, I was like, okay, yeah, so that's that. Okay, so four, yeah, I'll go four. Eh, fuck it, I'm in a good mood. Four and a half. Four fine. and a half. There you go. Fine. Fuck it. We're we're overshooting everything. Um, all right. So e Omega Elga. Yes, Omega Elga. Just just an amazing match. And uh, again, I think that out of the, I think these guys have had three matches. One the 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 latter match from Dominion last year. They had a match in the G1 last year. I think this was their third. Maybe they had more. But out of all the matches that they had, I think that this was the best one. My favorite. This is one. great. This was great. I was going nuts during this match. This was fucking great. Um, so many, I mean, just so many great spots, but just so many hard hitting. Just the 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 just the, the Elgin. Uh, let me tell you something. Elgin harkens back to the '90s All Japan with those motherfucking clotheslines. Oh my God, he there were a couple of them that literally took off Kenny Omega's head. And Kenny Omega, I told, I've said it before, is the best. Let's just like limp body selling flippy I'm dead fucking selling guy in the world right I don't even think that's a real term I just made up <laughs> but um I call like it Shawn Michaels selling because that's what it reminds me of you know how he would just flop around yeah, nah but I think he's I think Omega's even better because I think Omega's I think so more, too. more realistic he's a better like, athlete like, really I mean listen I think it's a debatable uh, argument but um I, I just, I just like hit, when he gets taken out of his boots, it, it just looks great. And even just when he, when his body goes limp, like into the rail, like the, the the Dominion match against Okada, you know, he just, just when he ragdolls, it's just so fucking great. And oh, the way that Michael Elgin lays in those fucking clotheslines, just yes. you could hear that shit throughout the fucking building. And I said this before, and I said this about Ishii. I was standing next to some people. Um, and uh, it was like, you know, there, there's a there's a big difference. Like Okada, excuse me, Omega has those Marafuji esque type chops, where it's just a snap, and oh, the sound that makes is deadly. But a guy like Elgin, 
Elgin is a guy that kind of combines. All right, so I'll give you both ends. So so Omega is the the, the Marafuji snap, right? And Ishii is just like wet, heavy snow, just thud, just fucking thud. And sometimes right? it goes to your throat. Yes, yes. But Elgin, I don't know how the fuck he does it, but he combines both of those with his clotheslines and chops that are just amazing. Look, I'll pull, I'll peel back the curtain a little bit, kids. I sent him a text right afterward, and I was like, "That was a fucking." amazing performance dude uh, I, like I, I that was one of his best matches I, that I've seen Elgin and I've seen plenty of great Michael Elgin matches that that ranks right up there I really enjoyed that one a lot the crowd was really into it because again there was an element of surprise again that we kind of were were kind of backing that the belt wasn't the the, the status of the IWGP US heavyweight championship was beneath Kenny Omega yeah, and, and so, we, we we didn't think that they necessarily were um, uh, positioning this title to be a big deal. Well, again, I, I think they New Japan does a good job of of trying to make titles seem a big deal, right? They're not going. It's not like the, the fucking U.S. title in you know WWE, but. I mean, look, so they have their they have the never six man belts, right? And I don't think it was going to be that. It's just again, it's just a new title, and yeah. But just here, here's what I meant by that. Uh, look, look, look at the IC title. Look at the never title. They didn't. Both of those titles didn't start out with somebody, you know, right. with with a heavy hitter behind it, you know. And yeah. I think that that's part of the reason why we didn't think that somebody the caliber of Kenny Omega was going to be the first U.S. champion. Right. And right. And it's not a knock on Kenny Omega in, in so much as exactly the point. You just didn't think it was going to be a guy of that stature. Right. That was going to take this championship. Um, that being said, a, a lot of people thought that Elgin was going to go on. And uh, I, but that element of surprise, um, I think people I think people were surprised that Kenny Omega won that match. <laughs> I don't want to give you spoilers. <laughs> uh, won that match. Um, it, it was a uh, somewhat of a shock to a lot of the people that were in that in that building. Were, were you good... yourself shocked, yes. Damon? You were. Okay. Yes, I absolutely was. I was shocked at that finish. And, but understand that I had just been shocked before with with Jay Lethal going moving on, right? And and I was shocked with Ishii beating Naito. Um, it, it, it just in the sense of seeing Ishii beat Naito. And again, we talk about that pecking order. Not for nothing, Naito doing a Naito. Let's look at this year. Naito has lied down to a lot of people this year. Yeah, Naito. He really okay, has. so he 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 lied down to Ishii on night one. Who else did he lose to in 2017? Tanahashi. Juice. Juice. Tanahashi. Well, I mean, and listen, Tanahashi's Tanahashi, but but I think Juice being one of those, you know, kind of wow, that's pretty significant. And to me, even losing in this tournament to to Ishii, who. Again, I think there is a pecking order. That that's a that's a that's a pretty decent surprise, right? If you yeah. look at it from a from a um, you know, just a fan perspective, I think it's a big that's a big deal. Well, like I said, Ishii isn't a guy who's going to be headlining the Tokyo Dome. No. Right. Right. And Naito, Naito is. <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, I think I think it's well said. All right, so again, uh stars I'm gonna go um, for for Elgin Omega. I'm going four and three quarter. How about that? 
think it's fair. I think that's fair. I, I'm 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 there as well. I can't quite give it the five. Sorry, boys. Sorry. Well, hey, but, look, you know, five, five star matches and and six star matches are re- <laughs> reserved for very special occasions. We we don't just hand them out here on the pure. No, Plus, so. we give out four. Yeah, like we, we hand out fours <laughs> like they're candy. Apparently, right, right. Maybe we Trick do. I don't know. I don't, maybe who knows? I'd like to go back and see our star reviews. Like if, if we could compile back, every single star review that we gave, do you think that like yeah. the average if, would be like four and a quarter? No, I don't think so. I think the average would probably be in the threes. Yeah, I'm gonna say three, three and three quarters. <laughs> there <laughs> you like go. This. But I don't think that maybe it is. I don't know. I'd be, I'd be curious. If it is, then it is. Then, then we're the fucking four-star jerk-offs. Well, Whatever. Spe- I don't know. Speaking of handing out four stars, let's talk about the main event, Damon. Uh, Kazuchika Okada defending the IWGP heavyweight title against Cody. You know, oftentimes on this podcast, we've posed the question to people, uh, na- name us a, good co- uh, a great Cody Rhodes match. Well, mm-hmm. now they can. <laughs> yep. Yep. Now they Absolutely can. Absolutely you can. Hey. Everybody that listens to this show that gave us, you know, here it is. You're right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, guess what? We saw ourselves a great, uh, see how I almost even, I almost even didn't even say it. You were going to say very good. I was. I'm going to give you a fucking great. I'm giving it to you. It was great. It was a great Cody Rhodes match now again i'm not going to sprinkle it with well you're in there with the fucking greatest wrestler in the world right now i mean (laughs) listen regardless i'm not taking a am not taking a fucking thing away from cody rhodes this evening he put on a a career defining performance this this when he looks back on his career and he's watching the old uh digital footage now he's not gonna be watching tapes count who would have a who would put a vcr to this i would (laughs) <laughs> would you? I would you saw the VCR? No, no. I, you know what? I, I, I might have one at home, actually. I think it's one of those uh, VCR-DVD combo gimmicks. Wow. Look at you. I, st- I, I still do say, like... You I'm guys got to watch that high up... Pay- Never mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tape that. It's on tonight. I'm going to tape it. I still do right. say that, because yeah, I'm too. a I child do. of the early 90s, so... There you go, buddy. Um, let's get back. Let's get back to praising Cody, shall we? Yes, we shall. Uh, C- C- Cody, you know, I know this sounds like such a generic statement, but he, he looked like a star on this night. He really did. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a fair statement. I think it's a fair statement. He, um, he, he did all the right heel things in my mind. I mean, yeah. just his his swagger and his attitude. And I, I, I even like the whole uh, going back to Brandy on the outside for a kiss spot. I, 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 th- I thought that was funny. I mean, listen, I could have done without that. I'll, I'll be truthful. I don't need every American guy to bring in this girl. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I'm, you know. I'm glad she's there. <laughs> let's let's, let's you? not. Yeah. You happy with that? Yes, I'm very happy with that. Let's leave it at that. Okay. It doesn't, that, you know, whatever. I, here, n- neither here nor there for me. The, that the, the kissing spot, I was like, all right, nonsense. Um, I didn't mind it. I thought it made him, you know, look like a bigger jerk. Yeah. I guess isn't that his gimmick, really, Damon? He's he's a jerk, right? Yes, that is correct. He's just a jerk. He thinks that he's hot shit. He thinks he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Uh, I I think he I think he pulls it off quite nicely. Now you know what I call that gimmick? What's that? 
the Damon McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. That is he's he's essentially doing the Damon Me. McDonald witch. Look, I, I at the end of the day, I still I'm lovable. Say, First of all, I'm pretty lovable. I'm a lovable no, guy. You you are. You are. But what what I'm trying to uh, say about Cody here is I still don't feel like that necessarily belongs in this system. I I do think that all of this is sort of building towards him going back to where JR is going down the line as a bigger star than he left. But we're talking about New, about New Japan. We're talking about the uh, present day and... Cody did have this match with Okada. I thought that he was very good. Um, one thing I want to say about Okada. Now, Damon, I knew it, and you knew it too, oh. that Okada. <laughs> Wait, no, no, we're not fucking, we're not fucking, we're not go. That was a reference to something, Colin. That was a little inside joke. It was. Good little you, little inside joke. Look, if our listeners can decipher that and tell us what it's from. Uh, get, I'll give you a prize. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a prize. prize. I'll find something. I'll give you a prize. Tweet it to Colin. <laughs> Tweet it, tweet, tweet what the fuck we're talking about. First tweet. First tweet happen. gets a prize. Perfect. Let's do it. All right. Next up. All right. But I knew it, and you knew it, that Okada is excellent at selling. But for whatever reason, it didn't hit me until this match just how good he he is at selling. Because there was a moment in the match where Cody had him in some sort of a leg lock, right? Hit him in a leg lock, and the expression on Okada's face—he—he he made me believe that he was really in pain, and pain inflicted upon him by a guy who I didn't take all that seriously. So when you can make, you know, your opponent—if uh, you can really evoke that that pain with your, you know, facial expressions. With an opponent who I don't really think of that highly, you're you're, you're a pretty good fucking seller, I think. It's the, it's the Ric Flair syndrome yeah. in the sense of, you know, for years and decades, Flair made the stiffest of stiffs look like world beaters. He made a career out of it. Right. And, and he, he traveled the world doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Okada absolutely made Cody look much more legitimate than he could even do himself, number one. But number two, and again, this is not—I'm not knocking Cody in the, in this match because that's not fair. No, he 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 came across as an absolute star, and he carried his yeah, weight he, quite well. He, he, I, I, again, for the first time, I can absolutely say that yes, he did. Now, is this going to be in Okada's? When again, when we look back on on the history of of of, of his uh, time in pro wrestling, are we going to go back to this match and put this in the top ten? But for Cody, absolutely. I think I think this is, and that, and, and again, that is a hats off to him. He on a big stage, in front of a big audience, in front of a big time event for this company, he stepped up and did what he had never done before in the big time, whatever you, you know, whatever you want to call it, the big time, and even in a lot of these, you know, his little, uh, you know, checkbox tour of, of all the things that he wanted to accomplish. Um, he had yet to make this type of performance. He did very well here, um, and he get, deserves all the credit in the world on this show. Absolutely. Here's your Cody Rhodes great match. There you go, Damon. I am in full agreement. Um, 
before we move on to night two, there was a, a tag title match that happened on night one that I wanted to get your thoughts on. Uh, G.O.D. defending against uh, Hanson and Rowe War Machine in a rematch from Dominion. Uh, yep. This match was made a no DQ match, which truth be told, I think they kind of had to do because I think they, well, at least with G.O.D. in there, they need a bit of smoke and mirrors. Yeah, exactly um, right. I, I didn't think that this match was great i thought it was okay largely forgettable in my opinion i hate to say that but um i i i think that war machine is really the uh breath of fresh air that this heavyweight title division needed and i I was happy to see them uh, regain those titles i was as well Uh, that came as a bit of a shock to me as well um, I, I, I guarantee you though, that there are, there are people listening to this podcast right now that like are, that are scratching their heads being like, Oh yeah, they did win that fucking title. Cause it, because with everything that went on this weekend, the match was somewhat for, forgettable, but it was a nice brawl. I'm not going to lie. There was plenty of smoke and mirrors. Um, maybe a little bit too much for my liking to my tastes. Uh, listen, Chase Owens found something to do this weekend. Good for him. Hopefully you got a paycheck for that. Um, but, but bullet club shenanigans was kept to a minimum in in everything else except this, right? So here's where you got that. And and again, the smoke and mirrors, the trash cans, the weaponry, the no DQ. I think I think it was a smart decision, right? Absolutely. I don't think, I don't think anybody wants to see Tonga Loa hit a fucking chin lock for 20 minutes, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that's certainly not what this audience wanted to see or what I wanted to see at home. Um, how, how do was, you, go ahead. I'm sorry, and it was one of those few matches that, that really had all this, right? This was yeah. really the only really true legitimate brawl, right? And that's and it, it prob- this show probably needed a little taste of that, a little spice of that. So even though, again, this was normally something that I would normally be like, ah, what the fuck? Uh, in this environment, what I say that I, you know, I thought this match was great. It wasn't. Um, I do enjoy G, or not God um, War, War Machine. Machine. Absolutely, I was happy that there was a Switcheroo Kangaroo on the title. Switcheroo Kangaroo. I haven't said that in a while. Yeah, that's right. That's one of your your, your classics. That's a classic for the Australian game. fans, right? That's correct. Uh, uh, match was okay. Match was okay. Yeah, match was like I said, just. Just okay, largely forgettable. Um, so it looks like for the uh, finals of the G1 Climax 27, the last night, we're going to see another IWGP Tag Team title match with War Machine defending against Adam Page and a partner of his choosing. Damon, any any hot takes for us on who that partner may be? I heard it wasn't Takahashi. I heard it wasn't Takahashi. That That's interesting. Um, well, the only other... Uh, um, obvious guy who I would say it would be is Fale. Correct. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's an accurate. I don't know if it's an accurate thing, but I do believe that that is where they were going. You know, don't that hold could me that. be kind of interesting, actually. I mean, War, War Machine in there with Fale. It's new, right? It's it, fresh. It is new. It is fresh. I'm glad to see God kind of step aside for uh, forever, or or at least the time being. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 what I heard. So we'll see what we'll see if that pans out. I like the idea of the matchups that that uh, War Machine possibly you know present. You know, again, we've I'll, I'll say it again. Wouldn't it be a pure cast if we didn't fucking mention uh, Ishi and uh, and Goto? Um, but you know, I think the idea of of them against um, you know, when I say them, War Machine against a a a, a, a bevy of different different opponents. I'm down. I'm cool. I, I I'd be okay with one. Hangman uh, Folly match. Sure, let's do it. 
And speaking of Ishii and Goto, we will see those two face each other on, on uh, I, I think, the first night, actually. Of yeah, the G1 we'll get, climax. we're going to get deeper into um, G1 Climax. I know they announced the uh, the bracket, or excuse me, at least the main events and, and the brackets. Yeah, we do uh, have yeah. all the matches. Um, and da- Damon and I are going to talk about that on the uh, Sunday episode. Yes, so just uh, we'll, we'll we'll cover that base. Trust me, that that is not forgotten on us, and and some of the sexy matchups that are there. Fuck me, um, pants down. Um, but again, this is we're, we're going to focus here. We're actually going to try and focus for once, <laughs> and and stick with this, and then uh, we'll we'll cover that base uh, come Sunday. So moving on tonight to the uh, night where again I thought they really kicked it into a different gear, and this just felt like a very special show i i've got to start off with uh talking a little bit about the opening match because we we have to talk about jushin thunder liger and we have to talk about yoshitatsu the the, <laughs> the, uh, the the opposite reactions for for both of these uh performers first of all liger um crowd was happy to see liger am i right i was happy to see liger and and liger was happy to see me colin i i, I have no doubt no did you see the fucking tweet you didn't see the video the you vi- didn't see the video. I don't think I saw the video. Holy shit, Colin. I, again, every time I see the guy, right, he looks at me and he kind of turns his head and then I kind of point to my leg with the tattoo and he fucking freaks out. And it's like two long lost brothers. Colin, there's a video of it. I've got to check, check out that our, out. I'm- check out the fucking Twitter account it's it's there there's so much uh, going on, on 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 our twitter right now there's so I many love. notifications it's hard to kind of sort through all of this yeah guess what it is it's all that fucking video <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest video he lets out this blood curdling yeah and we give a fucking he's ta- we're hugging man we're like uh, long lost brothers um it was uh i'm not gonna lie i watched the video probably 750 times right now <laughs> it's, it's I, great I believe video. that it's it's really makes me uh you know, when life gets you down, you can always, I can always, at least I have some comfort. I have a little security blanket. I can always just pop that video on and just be like, ah, uh, okay, life's not that bad. Um, but the line was huge for Liger. Line was huge for Liger. Uh, Yoshitatsu? Not so much, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did see the photo of uh, the line or lack thereof for the Yoshitatsu uh, gimmicks. Yeah, yeah not, not, not that many, poor guy. Um yeah. What are you gonna do? That's listen. You gotta. He had to know. He had to know going in that that was going to be. Uh, he's gonna have a tough time get, making gas money uh, on on that one. Um, so yeah, the, the crowd reactions were in time with that. Yes. What do you think of the Tempora boys? I mean, I don't particularly. I'm not particularly fond of that particular gimmick. Or as Jr. Too. called them, the Teriyaki boys. No, he didn't. He did. Although at first I thought that he was making a joke because he asked. Uh, Josh Barnett. He said, "What are, what do they call the teriyaki boys?" And I couldn't tell if he was joking or if he genuinely thought they were called the teriyaki boys. Uh, yeah, wow. that's pretty cringy, right? A little bit, man. And and, and like somebody told me, uh, and again, I didn't hear it, so I'm going hearsay, hearsay. Um, he said, "Well, this is the first time." I- I'm seeing them or the first time we are seeing them. And I'm like, dude, they're fucking young lions. Like we've seen them for years. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, so yeah, again, this is another example where, man, I feel like, I feel like Jr. I don't want to say mailed it in, 
but he, uh, yeah. I, I, look, I'm gonna flat out fucking say it, dude. Kevin Kelly should have fucking did these shows, and I know this is an access TV thing, but truth be told, Kevin Kelly should have done these fucking shows. Yeah, Kevin Kelly and Don Callis um, certainly have a more in-depth knowledge of the New you Japan think? product. If uh, yeah. I don't say so myself, but I mean, um, seriously, this would be like you know, you know, me showing up at like a. I don't know. MMA event. <laughs> right, right, right. Me calling Bellator. Right. Yeah, like, I want to, you know. I'd like to kinda... see that, actually, but. No, you wouldn't, because it would stink. I mean, I'd, I'd be flat out stink, because I, I would have a notebook full of notes. But what, what, what do I want to do? Do this? Oh, oh, this guy. He won this champ. Yeah, that's nonsense. You got to, you know, that's really teriyaki, boys. Come yeah. On. Fuck. Well, well look. It is what it is. It is what it is. I, I, that's got to be a weird thing, too. You know what I mean? For Josh like, Barnett, like, that's got to be a weird thing. Not even that, but just like just just, just a scenario of, so Kevin Kelly's going to do these shows. Because it's access, we're going to wheel in the star, JR, right? And he's going to do the, you know, that's, uh, if I'm Kevin Kelly, he'll, he'll never say it, but, uh, you know, if I'm Kevin Kelly, i got to be thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you know, and and and, and Kevin Kelly's improved uh, tremendously. Oh, absolutely, from 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 his first time, which I think was um, King of Pro Wrestling, right? King of Pro Wrestling with Matt Stryker. I mean, he has improved by by leaps and bounds to the 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 commentator he is today for New Japan. Yeah, and we're not just saying that because again, we ha- you know we we know Kevin. Kevin's no. Kevin is very friendly to this show. He put us over on the. Um, the, uh, the Facebook pre-show, gimmick, yeah, the right? pre-show, yeah, the pre-show um, on Facebook Live. He put us over because um, I was standing there, and he's like, he's it looked like he was like winking me over, and I was like, I kind of shrugged him off. I was like, I didn't want to be on camera. I was pretty drunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, damn, uh, I'll tell you what, and uh, he, but but I was talking to him, and uh, but he, but he said he's like, hey, I'm going to go talk to Damon from the Purecast, blah 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 blah. After uh, we get off the air here, and um, and I talked to him for a little bit. So uh, we got, we we are working, kids. We're working on some uh, special things. So uh, hopefully we'll have some uh, more with uh, the great Kevin Kelly soon. All right, all right, very good. Um, let's talk about the first tournament match of uh, night two: Jay Lethal versus Kenny Omega. I think we both agreed that. Uh, this was this was a good choice of a match. It, it, I, I'm so glad that they went this route with the Jay Lethal Kenny Omega match. I thought it was very good. Yeah, I, I like this one a lot. I think this is an underrated match once again, um, one that will, will go under the radar. But but check it out, guys. I think that this is a real fun match. I think Kenny Omega did. You know, it, again, we talked about that MVP talk, and I'm on the fence. I kind of think. I don't know. You got to I flat out because you didn't fucking answer. You 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 whipped out I on. Beat me. around the bush. You didn't did. I? You really did. You you fucking smoke and mirrored me. You <laughs> I do that sometimes. Suzuki gooned me. You Suzuki gooned me. Um, Okada. Okay, not Okada. Uh, Omega. Ishi. MVP. No other words. Just give me a fucking name. Omega. I agree. I agree. And, and it's not by much because I think Ishii had had just a tremendous like like, but if gun to my head, I, I'm going I'm going Omega. Um, all right, but but this match again under the radar, very good, solid, not even solid, very really fucking great match. 
Uh, next match, Tomohiro Ishii versus Zack Sabre Jr. And what I imagined for for a lot of people was sort, sort of a dream match. It, it was. It was It was one of those fire pro wrestling kind of matches, yeah. right? Um, you, you figure... If, if we had this conversation, you know, a year ago, would we would we think we would ever see something like this? Especially on U.S. soil, it's pretty fucking great. Um, a, a real real odd mix match of style that I did not think um, had had any issues meshing. I thought the chemistry was really good, um, and I think Ishii really shines with people like this. Like, look. At this point, Ishii can have yeah, can have a match with just about anybody, and it'd be it would be really special. He's one of the um, best in the world. He he has he, to be. New Japan has. Uh, listen, I don't. I, I defy anyone to give me a roster that that would equal this. It's just nonsense if you think so, because <laughs> not to say that there aren't other good rosters in the of course pro there wrestling are. Yes, world, but yes. I mean this one is just on another level than most. I'm going to yeah, give you three names. I'm going to give you Okada, Omega, and Ishii. Name me a, a fucking... Who's better than that? They're really... It's, it's hard-pressed. I mean, look, mo- most other promotions have one of those caliber of guys, and N- New Japan has many of those caliber of guys right and and listen we're talking about ishii who is fucking on the pecking order the middle of the road the middle of the fucking road and not only that ishii i think he's 41 years old at this point i mean think about that um one of the things that was going through my mind is like when you're when you're watching that show or you're watching ishii in the g1 climax i mean really um, take stock of that moment and be thankful because, I mean, these guys are getting up here. And then the, the level that Ishii has to wrestle at, I mean, I call it the, uh, the, the, the spinal tap level. It's, it, it's, it's up to 11, and he's 41 years old. Look, this guy's not going to be able to do this forever. And just thank God that he's still doing it now. Right, and I don't want this to be like, oh, New Japan fanboys. No, no seriously. Be objective, please. I, I'm try. I mean, listen. I'm a huge fan of the All Japan product. I'm a huge fan of the Big Japan product. I'm a huge fan. They have great matches, and there are great performers over the WWE. There's great performers in, in TNA. There are. Yeah. I'm not. That's. I'm not. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. You, you, the, the, some of the, the not some of they are the best at what they do at a big spot. Just, just it. I, they really are. It, it really is. All right. Enough. So I know we're going to get fucking hammered for that for some <laughs> Ishii gonna... defeats uh, Zack Sabre with the Brain Buster. And so he's going to tell me stardom's better or we... something. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> we look forward to a, an Omega Ishii finale, which we're going to talk about in just a bit, which I think that many people think. And here's the thing. Was... I like stardom. I, like, I love stardom. I fucking do. <laughs> now I, Damon's I think regretting. I... <laughs> what do you I, I'm not regretting. I'm not pulling back. Uh, but you know, I I do love the stardom. Don't don't get me wrong. But uh, are you, people, you get my point. Please, just, just all right. As I was on. saying, Damon, I think that most people are going to say that the match of night two, and maybe the match of the whole weekend, was Omega Ishii, which we're going to talk about in just a moment. But look, if somebody came to me and they made a case for the Young Bucks versus Rapongi Vice being match of the night. I, I would listen to that and take it very seriously because I thought that this match 
for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title, the Bucks defending against Rapongi Vice. Out of the three matches that they have had, the one at Wrestle Kingdom, the one at Dominion, I thought that this one was the best, and I think it was certainly the the the, the most young Bucksy of the three matches, if you know what I mean. Uh, yes. Here's what it was, Colin. They let the reins off, right? They could do. They could go out there and do what they would do in a PWG show. They could right. go out there and do what they do wherever they're headlining, right? Because truth be told, along with Kenny Omega, these these guys were headlining, and they were they there were no restrictions. They could work that match, and they gave them plenty of time, and they were allowed to do exactly what they wanted to do, and that was pretty obvious. Um, so yeah, you let the reins off of them. You let them do what they do best, and that's what you get. A, a, just a fantastic modern day. This is exactly what it was. This was a modern day pro wrestling tag team match between, you know, four guys that are you know, arguably at the top of their game, right? Um, Rocky, who we love and we feel you know, has, you know, he's one of those underrated hands, as people like to say. And I think it needs to be said, Rocky Romero, one of the guys who really laid the foundation for New Japan originally coming into the States with Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, I think there's something to be said about that. I think that there's, um, I think some credit is due there. Sure, absolutely. I think uh, Young Bucks are, they show why, this is a, this is a match that peop, Young Bucks fans and people who love the Young Bucks I love the Young point, Bucks, Damon. Yeah, me too. Can point to and say, you know, for all the nonsense that sometimes people label them and people point a finger at. Bullshit this, indie backyard pro wrestlers with their whatever. castles and their flips. Whatever. They, listen, and people will like what they like. Whatever that is. but No selling. That, <laughs> hot topic. <laughs> uh, this, this was modern day pro wrestling at its finest. And, and, and. I loved it. I'm going to say I, that this was it. my second favorite match of the weekend. Um, it's in my top three. I think it's fair to say top three. I think uh, I I liked uh, I liked Omega Ishi one. I liked Elgin Oka, uh, Elgin um, Oka, God Almighty. Here's where the here's here's where the brain cells start. <laughs> this you, is liked, where... you liked Elgin Omega. Thank you. What else did I like on? Uh, you liked Ishii Naito. Exactly. And where would I put my third favorite match? Uh, this, tag match. this tag match is my third favorite match. Okay. Yeah. Very good. <sighs> um, all right. So, it's exhausting. All right. So after, uh, well, first of all, the uh, the Young Bucks pick up the win. And basically, this match was a, a tribute to uh, Dave Meltzer's father, who unfortunately mm. passed away. Um, our, our, our condolences to Big Dave. I listen to the man all the time, read him every week. Um, so the, the young bucks were trying to hit this, you know, the, the craziest Meltzer driver that they ever did. And they ended up doing it on the outside. Um, and, and it was crazy. Was it not? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, how did we find out that that it definitely was a tribute, right? Yes. Um, Yes. And, um, and and Dave even, even, uh, Dave and Brian talked about it when they discussed these shows. Yes. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Oh, good. Um, well, good. I'm glad. I'm sure there was a text exchange involved, and I'm sure. Um, good. Well, look, that's 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 good news. And the Bucks uh, kept saying throughout the match, "This is for you, Dave." Yeah, yeah, I do remember. I, I do remember. I, I didn't hear that. Be honest with you, 
Um, I couldn't really make out what they were saying. Um, and I think I saw that online. So, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. That's look. That's cool. I can't like you know. Not, why would I knock that? Who would knock that? Um, I think it's good stuff. And, that's, I, that's... and I love the uh, the finisher too because it was kind of uh, it was kind of a joint tribute. So so they hit that uh, Meltzer driver, that crazy insane Meltzer driver on Rocky Romero on the outside, and then they hit one on uh, Beretta on the inside. I believe I think it was Beretta anyway. Mm-hmm. And then, and, then, and then they went right into the sharpshooter in uh, yeah. tribute. Of, of course, um, Smith Hart passed away, one of the Hart brothers. So uh, two tributes in one from the Young Bucks. How about that? That's pretty cool, actually. I, did, I didn't even I, I didn't know the second one. I, I figured they yeah. just did that to, uh, uh, you know, because they I, 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 I didn't know. Good, that, love it. And then uh, then the end, right? The uh, the news. Yeah. So so Ricochet comes out. In his hat and glasses. Oh no, no, even before that. Wait, 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 wait. even before that. Oh, I've, Damon, I'm jumping all over the place here. Yeah, That's Rocky right. Romero, you know, and uh, Beretta coming up on the losing end, and Rocky Romero says, "Look, uh, we've we've basically done everything that we can do as a tag team. I think it's time <coughs> to uh, cut you loose and send you." on your way to the heavyweight division. And I think that uh, I speak for both of us, Damon, when I say, thank God, Beretta, we've, we've been saying it for a long time now on this podcast. He is uh, su- such an unsung hero, really, in New Japan, and such a great worker with so much potential. Um, very excited about all the possibilities uh, with Beretta down the line. And one of them I actually thought of that, I, that I'd like to see is based on... Uh, a move that Beretta did in this match. If you notice, he did a gotch style pile driver. Oh, ah. is, that, is that telling? Do you I, think so? I mean, hey, look, you, you never know. A lot of times in these matches, they do things like that and not by accident. They're okay. fought out. Hey, who knows? Look, we might I'm, be looking at uh, Beretta chasing that never title. And you know I'm who down. that never title's on. We do. We certainly do. Well, look. Uh, that was, that was, came out of nowhere a little bit, didn't it? Uh, yeah, it did. But again, very, very, uh, happy to hear that. Yes. And here's the thing. One, the bonus is you get, uh, Trent, we could keep, you know, we keep calling him Trent, but, uh, Beretta, Beretta damn it. Yes, uh, moving up to heavyweights, which is exciting and fresh. Second thing is this. And, and we've always said he's, you know, how was he, how was the guy a fucking, considered a junior seven feet uh, tall right right 350 pounds <laughs> um rocky romero i think if i'm uh new japan and i'm making uh, waves and scuttlebutt about having uh, california be some type of territory or running uh multiple shows i think rocky romero is the guy that uh you want to lean on and uh help run that right perfect guy to do that perfect guy i think so so i think that's uh I think that's where we see Rocky. I, I don't know for sure, but I think that would make the most perfect sense, right? Uh, I I am a little sad that we won't hear that the most awesome theme song in the history of pro wrestling uh, ever again, right? That's right. Rapongi um, Vice, Rapongi Knights. Uh, so that someone sucks, needs to but... make a Damon and Colin version of that song, like a, <laughs> like a parody, talking about like all the things we would do, like four stars down the pike, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Or whatever down the pike, boy. I'm really hip hop savvy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, double XL T-shirt. <laughs> hey, that, that one's not for me. No, I just want to make that clear. Certainly not. You'd be fucking swimming in it. Sitting in his apartment. 
<laughs> Flicking on Tinder. Oh, uh, God. oh boy. All right. Enough. So, as I was uh, alluding to earlier, Ricochet comes out. There's a big dive on the outside and uh, says that, you know, he wanted to be there, but a certain underground fighting company were being pricks. Yeah. I thought that was uh, a, lot, a, lot, yeah. a lot of shade going towards uh, <laughs> Lucha Underground from Mr. Ricochet. Is that what the kids call it? Throwing shade, right? Yeah, th- yeah throw, throwing a little shade uh, towards wow. Lucha, Lucha Underground. Um, and really, what, what, what the hell would, would it have been a big deal for Ricochet to have wrestled on this weekend? I mean, quite frankly, I mean, this, the, these were events that he should have wrestled at. They really were. Yeah, a little disappointing not seeing it, but it was exciting. It was a it was a uh, surprise to everyone in the crowd because I don't think anybody saw that one coming. Um, I mean, it's weird. He, look, he signed the paper. Yeah, he, he bought his to, ticket. He knew what he, he was getting he was into. <laughs> Airplane, fuck yeah! Uh, but that's it. I mean, that's that's not for, not for nothing. That's really it. Um, Would you like to make you know, a donation to the Church of Religious Consciousness? <laughs> uh, Oh, did you notice that when Ricochet did that dive on the outside, he was wearing glasses and he had a hat on? Yeah, and he, he did still, the dive it, it, and he still and it had the glasses. His head. Yeah, right. That, yeah. that that's that's some sort of skill. It is. Right I can't there. even get out of the car without my glasses right? falling. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know. Look, he's what, Ricochet. What Look. a talented young man. I'll tell you why. Oh, the ladies love him. Oh, I, no, I, I mean, hey, he's got a ten pack. So let me tell you something. Though, at the meetup. We were sitting with a bunch of people, and uh, they were very excited to see the ricochet. And uh, yeah, they were very, they're very happy, very happy with that. They were uh, a lot of nice things to say about uh, the 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 male form of ricochet. That's for sure. They were uh, very, very uh, lots of thump. There, I say, their pants were down. Ah. So say hop out, <laughs> hop out there. So uh, good for him. Uh, and it uh, looks like what we got the uh, Taguchi and uh, Ricochet with the uh, Taguchi Japan That's team. That's right, Taguchi Japan uh, challenging for these junior heavyweight titles. I assume that that match will be at the G1 Climax Finals. Don't quote me though. Mm, that might be nice. That might be nice. We're I mean, gonna see the War Machine it. match then. So yeah, you could, I mean, honestly you could put them anywhere. Um, Save them for the finals. That. Yeah, you want to do it there? Yeah, I think that'll be good. Why not? Ricochet, Taguchi, I'm down versus the Bucks. Why not? G1 okay. final, Sumo Hall, book it. <laughs> book it. All right. Thank you, Mr. Patterson. Let's let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so so before we talk about this uh, phenomenal main event between Ishii and Omega, Damon, we do have to touch upon the IWGP Intercontinental title match. Hiroshi Tanahashi defending against yeah. Billy Gunn. Look, I'll tell you what. They they did air a uh, a video package before this mm-hmm. that that kind of got me pumped up in a way, you know. It got me thinking like, okay, yeah, B- Billy Gunn going after that 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 last big one. They, they, they were kind of like reluctantly hooking me in, and then the match started, yeah. and uh, pants were literally down. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Really? Uh, I, 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 you were excited? Yeah, we really you were really getting jacked up for this one, huh? Look, when they played the video package. I was kind of like, okay, this is kind of a, uh, I don't want to say. weird dream matchup. Right. It, it, it was just, it was an interesting story of sorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the best way I can kind of uh, put it into words. I know I'm doing a terrible job, but uh, like I said earlier, this match, look, if I'm being generous, I'll give it two and three quarter stars. That's being generous. Uh, again, the worst Hiroshi Tanahashi singles match you're going to see all year, I, I don't know why they couldn't find 
somebody else for Tanahashi to have a sort of easygoing match with. But look, this happened. Billy Gunn was at these G1 specials. He wrestled Tanahashi. Uh, they had a, you know, probably pro- probably the best match they could have, considering that it's number one, mm, Billy Gunn. Really? Number really? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't two, even know if I agree with that. Well, look, we, we we have an injured Tanahashi who's saving himself for the G1, and we have Billy Gunn. I mean, what what kind of match were they going to have? I, I don't know. I, as, as did absolutely you expect ridiculous. more from this statement? I did. I, wow. You, I swear to God, I really did. And I don't, I'm not saying I expected, like, you know, fucking anywhere close to it. You expected you know, a G1 but, final. No, from no, Billy no, Gunn. no, no. Certainly not. Certainly not. Um, I, 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 I thought Billy Gunn had a little bit more in a tank really? for some reason. Yeah, I really did. And, and, and truth be told, I, I, I thought like I was not, it, it, look, it wasn't an embarrassing performance, but it was an uninspired performance. Can I say that? Like, here's the thing. I think that physically there were things that Billy Gunn wanted to do that he just can't do anymore. And that's, understandable given you know age and like I, I just I don't know my point being is this maybe this was a situation where Hiroshi Tanahashi wanted to wrestle Billy Gunn because I've heard some strange things that when you listen you know how Tanahashi is a super duper fan of Shawn Michaels uh, yeah he talks about it all the time Remember I sent me, you that text like hey, me and Tanahashi should get together and like watch the <laughs> Iron Man match and just have like a boys night. <laughs> yeah, look. Um he um he might have pushed for this match. And why? Because this I mean, it, it, as strange as it sounds, this was actually told to me. So take it for what it's worth. That he pushed for this match because this is the closest thing that he's going to get to Shawn Michaels. Wow. Well, there certainly is a connection. There is, right? Right? I mean, I mean, listen, if, if like, for instance, I don't know that'd be a stupid analogy, but that's what someone told me, and I kind of looked at him like, oh, really? I mean, he would go through this much effort to do that? So maybe, maybe you know, maybe it was presented to him, and he was like, yeah, cool, I'll do that. That'd be fun. And, and it was not like he's like, well, Shawn Michaels touched Billy Gunn, so now I'm gonna. You know, I don't know. <laughs> like me saying it right now sounds silly, but that's that's what I was told. That's what I was told. So you know, uh, I I don't think that Billy Gunn is as good of a wrestler as Shawn Michaels. <laughs> well, I don't he's know not about gonna you. get in the ring with Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is not gonna get in the ring. No, right? Billy Gunn is right. So he's got to get what he gets. That I don't know. that's very you know. interesting that you heard that, and I I can kind of believe it. I mean, listen, I'm sure, I'm sure that's not the main fucking reason, but... But it was certainly I, a, a part of the thought process. I think so. I think so. Okay, F- fair enough. So. Fair two enough. and a half stars? Two, where are you, twos? Two, I'm, I'm, I'm two and a half. I can't believe I'm fucking doing this. We are you know rating how. a Tanahashi Billy Gun match right now, by the way. Think about that. I can't believe I'm going in the twos. I'm, I, I'm, I'm having trouble saying that this was a three-star match. <sighs> fucking hey well listen i i will i will say this in the you know singles match in modern tanahashi era this is this is the worst singles match it has to be right i don't know, listen i think I'm, even I'm, even his his yano matches were at least more dramatic yeah i i listen i help me out peeps 
if you guys can dig one up, I'd love to see it. Again, modern one. Don't give me a young lion where it gets squashed by fucking, you know, whoever. I hope that we hear from at least one person out there that who, can give me a match who really dug this match. Oh, I'm kind of guarantee we're going to find people that 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 are going to that are going to try to convince us that this match was better than it was. If you enjoyed um, this match, I I, I want to hear from you. I mean, and I I I respect your opinion. I'm I'm just very curious to see how many people really kind of dug this match. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you will, but I'm not, I I I, I want to I want to hear why. Yeah, I'd be curious. Yeah. I'd definitely be curious. The Twitter handle, Billy Gunn's mother. <laughs> yeah, right? It. This fucking match was Bart. great. <laughs> Bart. Yeah. yeah, we'll hear from Bart Gunn. All right, all right. Well, let's get to the more positive news, shall we, Colin? Because uh, this is a positive podcast. We like to uh, you know keep things bright and cheery. And That's uh, right. <laughs> let's move on, shall we? Let's talk about this amazing main event that we witnessed. Tomohiro Ishii versus Kenny Omega. Uh, I said it at the beginning of the podcast, between the three matches that they had this year, New Japan Cup, Dantaku, and this one, I think that this one just, oh my god, it was just on another level. Um, These two guys, when they did that spot where Kenny Omega is about to dragon suplex Ishii (laughs) off the apron through a table, and it was one of the the, the Japanese tables, by the way. You can tell, they, they brought this table from Japan. This was a table of Japan. This is a tiny table that did not have a lot of margin for error, and right? This was not a big, wide table no. that they could fucking undershoot or overshoot. This had to be done really right on the mark. Yeah, and Kenny Omega, you know, he's, 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 he's struggling to get both arms locked in in that full Nelson position, and he finally does. And what does Ishii do? He bites the rope. Because because he's the stone pit bull, Damon, you see. And, you know, pit bulls, they can, they can lock their jaws. Oh, that, that's it, what he did, and I, I, I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was a sign of desperation. It was a sign of like just greatness of on Ishii's part. Um, yeah, it was a nice spot. So let me give you my take here. So where we were in the arena, they did the the ring introductions. Everyone's hyped. They lock up. They do all the everybody's you know kind, of, and then they take it to the outside, right? They start brawling in the crowd. What the fuck is going on? Nobody can see shit unless you're right there, right? So they had the screen um, at their rampway, and after they were done, the, where they do like the video package, you know, as you know, the the, the as they call it, the jumbotron, whatever, you know, when people come out to the ring, their music and everything. Well, when that was done, they would have the the, the actual camera feed, so you could watch it on the screen. Is what I'm trying to say. You could see the action. The minute they went out to the crowd column, the feed goes dead. The entire night, they had no technical problems. The fucking minute they got, went out to the crowd and Ishii and, and Omega are brawling in the crowd, camera, the feed goes out on that screen. Nobody can see shit. So you're kind of looking and trying to stand and trying to, to, to see what's going on. And, and truth be told, couldn't see shit. That see reminded nothing. me of another little technical blurb. I wanted What's to that? address really quick. Uh, from night one with the Naito Ishii match. So they start playing Ishii's music, right? And you yeah. see it on the on the screens. And then it just goes into Naito's music. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed that or not. No, but, um, no. I didn't. And, and, and the other thing is if you were watching that from home, like 
JR and Josh Barnett, even though the the music switched to Naito's, they, they were still talking about Ishii as if he was coming out. And then I think JR like finally realized that it was Naito, Surely. and he's like, oh, looks look, looks like Naito's coming out first. It, uh, it, it was just weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, they, you know, they got a lot of new production people, I'm sure. It was... Uh, you know, first night. I'm not going to lay the boots to them that hard on that. but um, No, but, but anyway. it, it was just the commentary that made it more weird is what I'm saying. But anyway. Well, right. I mean, listen, we, again, for for, for <laughs> us saying we're not going to lay the boots, fuck. Really, 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 a, a really bad performance. A really bad performance by them. All right. So, uh, so nobody can see shit, Colin. So for a quarter of this match, you had no fucking idea what was going on. Right? People were starting to get a little surly. Um. The minute they they found their way back into the ring, and they, and, they, and they were outside the ring for a little bit. Yeah, they were. Finally, get back in the ring. I kid you not. The minute they come back in the ring, the feed fucking turns on. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Ah, oh, fuck! Great, thanks." Now, now that I don't need you, um, but once they got back into that ring, what a mind blowing, great, tremendous match. And at the time, live, I uh, that not seeing the action took me out of it, right? So I had this little splinter in my mind, this little little bitter pill, and I'm like, well, just like a lot of this doesn't make sense. And I, I, I personally had trouble kind of getting into the match, right? And I'm, and I'm talking to this person who was near me, and I'm like, man, I'm just not feeling they're hitting the gear yet. They're not hitting the gear yet. And all of a sudden they hit a gear, and it, they took it to, to another level. It was basically like what – what didn't happen in their New Japan Cup match? Remember, we, we we were talking about how they never found that other gear. Yeah, yeah, they found the gear. This one they no. found it. But the problem was was that because that quarter of the match, I had trouble finding the gear for myself, right? So, but but it happened. So at the end of the, so, make a long story short, when I left the building and I was talking to a couple people, and you know they're saying there's the greatest match I've ever seen live, greatest match I've ever seen live, and I said you know I, I was under the feeling that, you know, this is a really great match, but I don't know if it's the greatest match I've ever seen live. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm, they're, they're like five, they're easy. And then I saw your tweet, five. And I'm like, I don't Colin's know if I feel, something here. <laughs> well, no, I was like, I don't know if I feel five. I was like, I was, I'm like, I don't know if I feel five. Do right? you think that that, that brawling part on the outside is what kind of took you out of it? Because I couldn't see shit. Right. I, I feel like a quarter of the match I couldn't see. All right, now hear me out. Hear me out, people, because I, I, I feel fucking, I feel the tension already, right? I feel you ready to drive your car into a wall. You're going to read the Relax. comments tomorrow morning. Relax. 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 Go to it. do it. Okay. Um, honestly, has everybody ever read the lyrics to that fucking song? I have no <laughs> idea how that made radio. You know what I mean? Like, it was played every fucking day, and it's like, read the lyrics, kids. All right, let's get, let's get back to business at hand. So uh, I come back home. And uh, I slept most of the day today. And then uh, I put on the show. I wanted to watch the show again. Watching it on TV, I guarantee you, unless you were in certain sections of the building. Where I was, I couldn't see shit So during that moment. But if you saw the entire match, and, and again, watching it on TV, it's five. I got no problem giving you five. It's five. Leaving the building... I was probably three I, – I, let's put it this way. I was, I was like the old ass hair away from five, right? And I just felt that, that beginning of the match it took me out of it. I couldn't give it the five. 
I'm giving it the fucking five. It's five, 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 pants down, right? <laughs> I think, five. I think that this match is maybe five. in my... I, I hear you. I hear you. I think this match is maybe my top three or top four matches of the year, actually. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put this match next to um, Osprey and Kushida from Best of the Super Juniors and one of the Okada Omega matches. Dominion? Probably Dominion. Yeah, probably Dominion. But, I mean, that's saying a lot that I would put this match in the top three considering all of the... The amazing matches that we've seen in 2017 thus far, and you know it's it's, it's July now. We still have a, a lot more of the year to go. I mean, that's that's saying a lot. That building, everybody's head exploded when Ishii hit that one winged angel. I thought you were going to say literally. Everybody's head literally, <laughs> literally exploded. exploded. There was there was just brain matter <laughs> everywhere. It was such a mess. Um, my shoes are still sticky to this day. Um, it was one of those moments when he hit that one winged angel that the place lost its mind. Ah, what a magic moment. I'll never forget that. So, yeah, I'm very fortunate to say, kids, that double fives. There's no argument with me, with Colin Miller. We're both giving it the highest marks we can. So there it is. Uh, I'm thrilled to say that I saw a five-star match there. Uh, I've, I've, seen some, I've seen some pretty good matches this year, huh? Yeah, you, boy, oh boy. you sure have. Really and, fucking and you're going to see plenty more of them. I'm going to see a couple more. So, uh, wow, good stuff, New Japan. Uh, listen, I had my doubts going into that weekend, right? I think everybody knows it. Everybody, you know, I, I, can't, I can't give you guys the highest enough marks. You guys hit the ball out of the park. I think everybody had a blast. Everybody had a great time on these shows. They saw some great pro wrestling. And... Uh, yeah, this is going to be one of those podcasts where people are going to complain too much that we're overly great on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, those people are going to come out of the woodwork, and, and we're going to hear it from them. And I'll, But I'll take it. Well, wait a I, second. I, 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 said the, I didn't say the first night was outstanding or anything. I said it was very good. I, didn't I, think... thought, the, I thought the first night was outstanding. I thought it was very good. There was, some of those tag matches were really really just, just balls-to-the-wall action. Those multi-man tags. Speaking with, of the like, multi-man uh, tags, um, I, I just want to address a lot of the performers that we didn't talk about because, you know, we were jumping around and we didn't talk about some of the tags. But um, how about uh, how about Marty Skrull and how about Will Ospreay? Yeah, their interaction was tremendous. How about Dragon Lee and Kama Itachi the minute they hit the ring and they just got beating the shit out of each other? Kama Ta- yeah. You mean Hiromu Takahashi. Kama, what did I say? What did I say? Kama Itachi. Oh, What do you wow, think this is? Bad. 2016, the beginning? <laughs> February 2016? Get out of here. Look, look my body is literally in shock. I'm sitting here drinking so much water because my I'm losing my voice. I'm, I'm losing my voice right now. Jay White so, looked uh, really good, too. Jay White looked great. He got some big wins, right? He got the... Um, Look, it's it's an exciting time to be a pro wrestling fan. If you're a fan of the New Japan product, then why wouldn't you? Um, there's a lot of th- interesting things coming around the road. Um, but you know, if we're if we're reviewing these two shows, it, multiple thumbs up and uh, great job by everyone involved. Absolutely. And once again, I think I'm gonna uh, put night two of this special in contention for you know my my uh, show of the year consideration so and 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 go, going into this i didn't think i would be saying that but look again sometimes we're wrong on this podcast and i'm very happy to say that this was one of the occasions where we were way off base and these ended up being very very special shows now did you watch any of the uh the aftermath from the main event backstage with 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 uh, kenny omega two things i wanted to point out 
Um, I saw, um, well, again, keep in mind how Kenny Omega was involved in the finish of uh, night one. I mean, in the sense of that's where we thought everything was going, right? So with Cody, um, you know, here comes Kenny Omega out with the towel. So I'm thinking, well, here we go. This is exactly what we thought right. was going to happen. And it, and it never happened. Call back right? from Dominion. Yeah, it never happened. So, uh, okay, make your point. I'm sorry. Now, in the backstage press conference with uh, Kenny Omega, he was he was surrounded by all of the Bullet Club, and uh, somebody asked, "Where's Where's Cody? Cody wasn't there. Cody giving him the old uh, cold shoulder, you know, not mm-hmm. showing up at the big uh, the big celebration afterwards to uh, celebrate Omega's victory." Winning the hmm. United States Championship here, so you know he was at Congregation Alehouse. R- right, right. <laughs> C- Cody went right there. Uh, Him and uh, yeah. Josh Barnett went there to uh, sulk together. Right, <laughs> right. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just wanted to make that point there. They they have that simmering demon. It's like a stove. You know, you got they got a gas stove, yep. and, and and you've got the uh, the Omega Cody pot that's on the back there simmering. You know, it's it's not quite boiling over yet, but you know it's it's getting there. Um, yeah. n- number two. Uh, Kenny Omega was talking about how this this United States title, this IWGP United States Heavyweight title, it's 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 not going to be um, like 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 the way the the IC title started out as, and it, and it's not going to be like the it's not going to be a disappointment like the Never title. He used mm-hmm. those words, a disappointment. Now Omega's first match in the G1 Climax is. Uh, against none other than the current never openweight champion Minoru Suzuki, so I can't imagine he'd be none too pleased that uh, Omega was dissing the belt that he holds. That's gonna be a great match, man. Again, we're we're gonna we're gonna touch on the G1 stuff next week. I, we promise. Uh, but yeah, looking at that, how how excited are you for that match? That's gonna be really something special. Well, oh, you, you know what the thing about that match, and again, we're gonna get into this uh, this coming Sunday, actually. Yeah. Um, I I feel like my expectations are too high. Like, yeah. my expectations are at AJ versus Suzuki levels. Uh, look, I mean, we are a few years removed from that match, but this is Kenny Omega who has <laughs> who absolutely has a chip on his fucking shoulder right now. Who who at, at every turn wants to prove a point that he's the best wrestler in the world. Um, I I have the utmost confidence in him. How could how can anybody doubt him at this point? Um, I, I love the fact that he still feels, I don't know, he still feels like there's something proof. I like that. I like that in a human being. It's a quality that I love that, hey, you know what? I'm not going to rest on my laurels. I'm, uh, I still have something to prove, and there's still things that I want to do. So, yeah, I don't know how you can doubt him in this. Um, every matchup with him looks delicious. Every matchup with Okada looks delicious. You know, it's just... It's like filet mignon again. What? <laughs> right, right. But even so, Colin, under glass. <laughs> you just you just marvel at the at the at the year he's had. Um, all right. So okay. So now let's get back to this. All right. Okada. Again, one word, Colin. These people are fucking getting frustrated with us. Yapping, beating around the bush. Pregnant pauses. <laughs> give me one. Give me one name. MVP this year, Okada, Omega. Okada. Okada is the greatest wrestler in the world right now. I agree. I agree. And But here's the thing. Here's where I hesitate, just a smidge. And hear me out, people. He, 
Omega was the star this fucking weekend, and we knew that going in. But <laughs> yeah. but seeing it and feeling it and 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 looking at it and knowing it, it's a big spot. That's a big fucking spot. And he put on a performance over these this weekend that is pretty remarkable. Is a pretty a pretty remarkable piece of work. And then you take into consideration the other matches that he's had during this year, Dominion, the Dome. Now, again, we have a little pocket of time where, you know, he's a little lost, you know, in a February, New Japan cup you know. <sighs> yeah, I'm going Okada first. But fuck, what a battle they're going to have for the remainder of the year. <laughs> How, that's, that, I'll tell you what, when it comes to year-end awards, I'm guaranteeing you I'm going to be – every ballot I get, I'm going to get Omega Okada or Okada Omega. It's, it's, it's going to be one of those crazy – and here's the thing. How can you not vote for an Ishii? <laughs> you know what I mean? And how and how can you not vote for an Elgin? And how, how can, can you, you not, not vote for a Kushida? Right? Great, great. Imagine put put Kushida in anywhere else. Right? And he would be your wrestler of the year. Oh, absolutely. You know I mean? Any other promotion. I really feel that. And and I know people are gonna be like their heads are gonna explode with Ketamihara, they're gonna explode uh, you know, in, in whatever's going on in WWE. It's it's just it's just, I don't know. I don't, maybe I don't know. It's a, it's an opinion, kids. It's that's for what it's worth. That's I would I would I, I find that amazing. So, all right, how are we doing, Colin? Are we uh, done here? Can we, I, I'm going to lose my voice. We're about to wrap up our Long Beach talk. Uh, just uh, a few more points I want to make. Um, well, one one question for you, Damon. They did mention that they're coming back in 2018. They're coming back to America in 2018, which I thought was kind of vague like there was no there was no official announcement of when they're coming back or where they're coming back all they said was we're, we're, we're going to be back in 2018 okay I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's right around the same time right um just from a, from a new japan calendar calendar perspective you want to know what i think they should do and maybe logistically this would just be a nightmare but man if they were able to get into that wrestlemania weekend market Oh boy! See, I've I've heard that before. No, I I I say stay away from that. Stay away. And he, yeah, because here's the thing: they've proven that they don't need that. Right. right. There are plenty of independent promotions that make a ton of money, and they base their calendar year around where's WrestleMania going to be, uh, what building can we book because we know we're going to get arguably one of the better houses of of our year. Right. I, and I understand that, and I appreciate that, and I think it's a smart thing. For New Japan, I don't. I don't think it's a smart thing. They don't need it. They're separate. Fine. They don't need to. I do agree uh, with that, but run, I don't. I, I don't think it would be a bad thing if they did either. No, I say stay away. I'm saying. Okay, you're th- saying again, stay away. Yep, stay away. I'm saying go. No. Why? Why go? Uh, e- exposure to more and more fans. Yeah, but no. I I think I think I think what. I'm not saying they should or they shouldn't. I'm just saying I don't think it would be bad if they did. That's all. But you're right. You're right. They, they don't need to. They don't need to. They don't need to. Uh, and 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 I think keeping it separate is is probably the best thing they can do. They don't need to be there. Yeah. And here's the thing too. Um, I mean, look. As strange as this sounds, I don't want the like. Okay, so like that means that. There's only so many dates you can book during that weekend, right? And there's only so many buildings you can book. And I just feel like like adding New Japan to that mix 
hurts other independent promotions that need it that weekend. You know Good what I mean? Good point. You know, so so give give everyone else that weekend, right? New Japan can stay out of it. They don't need that weekend. They don't need to book a, a building that maybe um, a I don't know um, Ring of you know, Honor, a, 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 again a Ring of Honor or an Evolve or whomever n- might need. Right? Or, or what, what? What was your promotion? <laughs> what, stardom? No, no, no. The promotion you you, you started. HWI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe it, it could be reserved for one of. The- <laughs> Yeah, we need it. One of those we, shows. We, we would we would need that right. column HWI. to keep the HWI legacy going. Um, <laughs> HWI. That's who uh, should be in town for WrestleMania weekend. I tell you what, WrestleMania weekend. If somebody puts if if somebody will sponsor an HWI show, I'll fucking do it. I'll come out of retirement. I'll, I'll get the boys. We'll make it happen. There you go. Plenty of ears on this podcast, so you never know what kind of offers might. Uh... Please, please don't do it. <laughs> I don't, don't want to do it. Well, Damon, let. let let, let me give you my thoughts for um, for next year. First of all, for for all of those who were um, asking about me at at these shows and wondering where I was and um, uh, complimenting me, thank you very much. You know, uh, from the bottom of my heart, it means a lot to me. And I can promise you, right here and right now, no matter what the circumstances may be, I shall be at next year's New Japan USA show 100%. I'll find a way to get there. That's what I like to hear. Because I want to meet all Good. of our listeners. I want to have. Uh, a lot of the cool experiences that you were talking about, Damon. Um, it just sounds like a blast, and I'm going to do everything in my power to get there. You know, this this year, folks, was just a little bit crazy for me, but next year I'll be there. Can't wait. And I think that they should look into the theater at Madison Square Garden. Let's do this thing on the East Coast in the greatest city in the world. Well, look, I, I agree. I, I would prefer, would save a lot of money if they were able to do that. That's um, where I'm going with this. <laughs> I, I, right, save me, save me some money for Christ's sake, New Japan. Um, that would be that would be great. Um, I don't know if they're going back to Long Beach. I don't know if they uh, listen. Long Beach is a nice town. Nice town. We had, a, we had a great time there. Um, no doubt. So I would have no problems if it was back there again. I'm not a big fan of the five hour plane ride, but hey, what are you going to do? Um, Wherever they come, look. The good news is, is that they see the audience. They they uh, recognize the opportunity to make some money, and uh, they'll they'll be back. Um, now, if they book a ten thousand seat arena, we shall see. But um, fingers crossed. I think it, it it's, it'll be a good time no matter what. And again, people, as God is my witness, save your pennies. I want to see everybody out there next time because. Um, if it's anything like we the experience that we had in Long Beach, um, you're in for a fun time. It was a really good time. Well, Damon, I think that about wraps up today's Woo! episode. It has been uh, quite the weekend for you, and um, really has. I certainly enjoyed watching both of these great shows in the uh, comfort of my own home. But next up on the schedule, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have got the G1 Climax 27, my favorite uh part of the entire pro wrestling year first night of that starts july 15th or excuse me uh july 17th rather monday july 17th and we are going to be back this coming sunday to uh, talk about all the blocks all the great matches we're going to be seeing and um keep your uh, ears open and your eyes peeled we might have a little something uh special coming up on the PuroCast. Little little mm. little special G1 show. You never know what could happen. You never um, know. Yeah, there you go. Uh, once again, 
thank you to uh, each and every one of you for listening each and every week. It means the world to us. We love to hear all the great comments. We love to uh, meet all of you fine people. Remember, NewJapanPuroCast.com, your one-stop shop for all things PuroCast. Listen to the episodes directly on there as they are uploaded. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, however you want to listen to us. And, of course, you can listen to us on the great Voices of Wrestling podcasting network we're usually up there on a monday afternoon and uh we're gonna be talking some some uh, g1 pickums speaking of voices of wrestling damon we got that coming up right super excited for that absolutely yeah always always love to see how bad we can do in the, in the, <laughs> uh, the, the g1 pickum and yeah. see how off base we can get so folks lots of just great stuff coming up in the month of july so uh keep your eyes peeled um keep them on our social media accounts for uh episodes announcements and on that note for damon mcdonald my name is colin miller we'll catch you guys right here next time to talk some g1 climax 27 Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.